0: Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with
1: the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem. Where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark,
0: call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now once again, here's Mark.
1: Rule that
2: to my Chevrolet, I climbed down up inside and I turned the key But the old girl wouldn't start She let out a whine So
1: pitiful it nearly broke my heart Although I was a bit
2: concerned I felt no need to panic I picked up my telephone I called up my mechanic Now he came over right away Just like I knew he would I want to jump for joy Every time that boy gets his hands under my hood I said Give
1: me a man well, Good morning, everybody.
0: 16 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We're having some technical difficulties. And I can't hear um, any of the... Can you talk to me, Gil, to make sure that I've got you on this thing? Gil? Okay. Oh, I got you, Mark. Uh. Okay. All right. Good enough, Gil. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. 16 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. They happen every once in a while. Um, It just doesn't, we can't talk. Um, I can hear him. He can't hear me. And so it's either on my end or it's on his end, but there's nothing I can do about it except turn everything off and try to do it again a little later on. But Anyway, um, 602-508-0960, and I know Randy's been waiting a while. Randy, I'm willing to talk to you now, and thank you for holding. How can I help you?
2: All right. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for taking my call. I appreciate it. You bet. Hey, I have a 2003 Toyota Sequoia. Um, It's got 190,000 miles on it. And um, the steering is just, it's it's tight steering. It's very sensitive. It doesn't go back to center. in wind, it's super scary. Even passing trucks on the freeway. Um, I've put new tires on there. The new control arms, front and sway, um, the front and back sways are, are all new. Um, got uh, alignment was uh, after I got the new tires on just um, a few months ago. Um, I had alignment done, and and still that didn't really that didn't fix anything. Any suggestions or what are your thoughts?
0: You, according to your list, you've done everything.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah. know. Like uh. the, when I had the alignment done uh, afterwards, it was actually worse, and so I took it back to uh, the shop that did it. And um, I mean, worse meaning it was even tighter, and you'd really have to crank it back over to, to to steer it when you take a turn. So in a way, and then I told, and then they fixed it up again, and it's back to kind of where it has been. So. Okay.
0: Well, um, I'll just think out loud, but you need another pair of eyes. And and forgive me, I'm, I'm already in a bad mood, but I'm not mad at you, Randy, but I'm already in a bad mood. <laughs> when you return to, you're talking about the vehicle won't return to center. That's what you're talking about. So you make a right turn, a 90-degree turn, you're supposed to be able to let go of the steering wheel, and the vehicle straightens up. Are we talking about the same thing?
2: Yeah, yes.
0: Okay. So when you're driving down the road straight, if you make a right, if you, if you input to the right, does it stay going to the right and then you have to recorrect it? So it has real sensitive steering?
2: Yes. It's very sensitive.
0: Okay. Well, something's locked up in the front end and you've already regurgitated everything that could possibly lock up the front end. So it's either got a lower ball joint or it's got an upper strut mount that's bad. It's got tie rod end that's locked up. Um, there is just so many things that can be locked up. Now, We have to dial some caster into the alignment. So we have to have one or two or three or four degrees, and we should have side-to-side, very little variance. But at the end of the day, we should have um, uh, a return to center. Now, the the bike, a unicycle, has no caster. You sit directly over the axle. A A Harley chopper has the front wheel way out there. That's called caster. So when he turns, the tire kind of lays over to the left or lays over to the right, and when that happens, then the car turns and then returns to center. So you need a fresh pair of ice. How much money have you already spent?
2: <laughs> I, I don't want to go look look through the um, the receipts.
0: <laughs> okay. What? Well, I, I'm I'm guessing you spent more than two hundred or more dollars to do the list that you said you, you did. And um, it's just it's un, it's unfortunate that there is no other answer. You 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 can't say I'm bleeding somewhere, but I don't have a hole in me. And you can't say that I've replaced all these. Com- I mean, I'm not saying you can't, but but it's that's what's the puzzling part about this is is that I I know here. Let me let me tell you this. Why don't you do this? Why don't you? let me see how we can do this. I need weight on the front end, but I also need to see if the steering wheel will move left and right easy. So let's get the front wheels off the ground. And then I want you to start it up, and I want you to turn the steering wheel all the way to the right. And then I want you to get out and grab a hold of the front tire. And when you grab a hold of the front tire, I want you to swing it the opposite way and see if you can do that. Do you have another car that you uh, have in your stable there somewhere? Yes. Okay, I'm I'm talking about the car's running, okay? The car is running, the motor's running, power steering is activated, lift it up to where the tires just clear the ground, turn it all the way to the right, then get behind the driver's side and see if you can turn it all the way to the left. Then try that on the other car. And let's make sure the other car, I mean, that's the test, that's the first test that I would run is to see if, and then if you move it left and right, and you're really struggling to move it left and right, or if you can't move it left to right, then we got something locked up. There is a a situation, that I'm thinking out loud here, the upper strut mounts in your sequoia have a pancake bearing in them. When you take the load off the front end, you change that bearing. So that's what I'm thinking out loud. I'm thinking, you know, if I got an upper strut mount that's collapsed or broken or seized, then when I left it up the front end, I'm going to unload that, and instead of the bushing pushing from or the bearing pushing from the bottom up by hanging the tires, then I'm going to hang it from the top down. So I'm not going to really get to feel that. But what part of town do you live in?
2: We're over in Mesa.
0: Okay. Well, I'd take it by Thompsons and see what they have to say. But is here's what bothers, bothers me. If I'm not mistaken, you said I took it in for an alignment, and they did a bunch of work. Did they do the work, or did you do the work?
2: No, uh, no. I've had work done at other places. The alignment was uh, just a, a, a place that I've been to years ago, and and um, but they did not do the work. So, but over okay. the past over the past couple of years, all of those things have all been done. So it wasn't all just all at once, but just for different oh. reasons here and there. This wore. This is worn out, and redo this and redo that. So,
0: okay. Well, it, it it's my fault for not. Grabbing nowhere from you, but the idea is this: I I'm going to now disassociate those, this whole issue with work on the front end. Because if the work was done one year or two years ago, I'm going to ignore that. That's a that's a red herring. That I'm not going to go through and check all the ball joints and up the up all the upper mouths. I'm going to skip right to the diagnosis. And of course, once you find the diagnosis, then you'll know what happened. But what's sad is, is that the person that did the alignment, here's what we have to do. We put the car on what we call a couple of swivel plates. So it sits the tires on top of these things that swivel left and right real easy. So when we're aligning, we have to sweep, we have to steer all the way to the left and take a measurement all the way to the right and take a measurement and then hold them straight and take a measurement. So those are very important measurements to make the alignment perfect. We have to make sure that the steering wheel is straight and the front wheels follow- are following are strictly in front of the back wheels. So we can't be driving the car down kind of with the butt end over to the left or over to the right. So I'm going to forget about all that other stuff. I'm still going to hang my hat even more firm on that. You got a lower ball joint, you got a tie rod end that's, and these are seized and these are metal to metal. And that's the reason why that car won't return to center. But that's the best I can do, Randy. What I'd like you to do is email me back sometime when you fix it at Mark at MarkSalem.com so I can learn as well. Mark at MarkSalem.com. But I can tell you what, this ain't a rubber bushing. This is not a rubber bushing. So the entire front end of this car swivels on greased and and, uh, movable joints. And so this, this won't have anything to do with cradle bushings or upper control arm bushings or anything like that at all. won't have anything to do with that. Okay. Well, good luck to you, Randy. Thank you very much for holding as long as you did. It's 25 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And if you'd like to join us, you can 602 508 0960. 602 508 0960. And Gil, just so that you know, I'm still, um, I'm coughing loud into my microphone and, um, I don't hear you on my headset. But um, I can see myself on my on my meters. I just can't see the show on my meters. Nevertheless, six hundred two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Okay, I want to talk to you something real quick. Do I've already taken my twenty? Yes, right, Gil. Gil,
1: I'm sorry, Mark. Go ahead.
0: Um, I'm, I've already done my twenty, so I'm going to go to thirty. Yes.
1: Oh yeah, if you want to go to thirty, we can do that right now.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Gil. Thank you. Okay, folks, I've got a set of magnifying glasses on my head. <laughs> and and to read the very smallest, I have an advertisement here. It says, and this is the worst of our industry. I'm just telling you that. This is the worst of our industry. Buy two, get two free. I'm going to drop my glasses down now, and I'm going to read this little bitty stuff. And it says, you, you, if you buy two tires and get two free tires, Installation and an alignment and a tire protection package is required. So my question to you is, is how much of those other two tires is covered by installation? Now, I'm going to tell you something. Salem Boys, my shop, my shop, my shop, Mountain Balance is $80 to $150. Okay, 80 to 150 Now, a lot of times on our customers, we'll not... Um, uh, Charge them mounting or balancing depending on how long they've been there and how much the tires are, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of a if it's a brand new customer, yeah, but if it's somebody that's been with us 20, five years, then sometimes no. So anyway, on top of the two tires you're getting for free, again, I'm going to read you installation and alignment. And like I said, an alignment is a lot of money. And alignment, if mounting and balancing, and I'm giving brackets, I'm using mine, numbers are in the middle. 80 to $150 to Mountain Balance, and an alignment is 125 to 145 Folks, we're already sitting on $300 worth of mandatory work. Then it says plus um, a, a tire protection program, so you have to pay for that. And then it, it says plus a shop fee of up to 10%. So now on the whole bill, we have another 10%, and they don't say anything about sales tax, but that's another 10%. And so you got twenty percent on top of all of this, and then you got a thirty-five dollar disposal fee on top of that. And and then they limit to select in stock tires of one brand. Of one brand. So, you know, do whatever you want. We read the fine print because um, those two free tires just turned really, really expensive. Okay, continue on. And uh whew. They have three coupons in there, and it says first, second, and third coupon, and they're all sixteen ninety five. And this is what it says: premium oil change, premium oil change, lube chassis, replace filter, twenty two point inspection, and a four tire rotation. Now, when you, <laughs> you read the fine, put my glasses down. It's up to five quarts of bulk oil, a three dollar disposal fee. The synthetic, which is really the premium oil change, but synthetic, you have to pay a lot more. No cash value. Not valid with any other offers. And it's, um, and there's, again, a 10% shop fee associated with everything. So let's look. I'm, I object to the fact that we're talking about this is a premium oil change. Here's why. We have three kinds of oil today in our world. We have a conventional oil. Now, at my shop, in my shop, what we do is, just so you know, we, we do surveys to everybody within 5, 10 miles of us. And then we price accordingly, and we're always in the middle. So I promise you that. We do that on a regular basis. So I pretty much know. A conventional oil is $40. They're calling this a premium oil. It's not a premium oil. This is a 1950, 60, 70 uh, oil change. It's just with a 30 weight or a 1030 or a 2050 or whatever. It's just a conventional oil. It's what I call a Fred Flintstone oil, but I've got vehicles I put it in. I put it in all my tractors. I put it into my quad up at the ranch. So I use a conventional oil that's good for somewhere between um, probably three to 5,000-mile interval. Although on my tractors and stuff, I usually just change everything once a year. So forget the tractors. We got conventional oil at a $40 oil change. That's oil, filter, lube, all the connections, all the money, everything. And we'll be back in just a minute. Hey, folks, it's Seth Liebson. After a year filled with bad and hard news, my friend Solar Sandy has some good news. No power bills and no solar panel payments for one year. You heard me right. If you go with Solar Sandy, she'll pay your power bills and solar panel payments for one year. No matter your politics, a power rate increase is coming next year. I say skip it. In fact, skip power bills altogether. How about that for good news? Just click on AskSolarSandy.com to get started. That's AskSolarSandy.com.
2: Listening to 960 The Patriot online doesn't mean you have to sit at your desk. If you're on the run, doing housework, or on your drive home, 960 The Patriot is at your fingertips wherever you are or whatever you're doing with the Patriot app. The Patriot Stream is now sponsored by Guns Etc., an A-plus company working together to bring you an A-plus listening experience. Download the app today at your app store. It's the best way to listen to your favorite shows no matter where you are. Brought to you by Guns Etc., all about that theme of the automobile the metal monster with the polyglack wheels in results of the dream of Henry Ford. Well now I've got a car that's mine alone
0: to be in the fine X Play. Great, great repair shops. When we start talking about great repair shops, we gotta talk about action auto repair. Action auto repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley. It's a good place to shop. It's a good place to go. So if you're anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley, Tom's been open since 1983, and he's a good guy, a really good guy. I know you'll be treated fairly. I know he has ASC-certified technicians, and I know all in all he's one of the best shops around. So that's 17 in Bell Road. Okay, we're going through coupon specials that you get in the mail, okay? So we're talking about oil changes. They call it a premium oil change. They talk about a 22-point inspection. Let me explain that to you. That gives us an opportunity to rip your car apart, look at every single thing, and tell you that a whole lot of things are wrong, because that $16 oil change, actually in my world, should be somewhere around 40 bucks. But at the very bottom of the $16 thing, it shows up to five quarts of oil plus a $3 disposal fee, and mine includes that. And then they have a lot of other caveats. So you have to prepare yourself, and this is a cheap oil change to get you in so that the shop... I'm going to say we, I don't mean me, but I'm going to say we, my industry, so we can sell you lots of stuff. We're going to find stuff in the car that's going to make that $16 oil change or the lost profit on that oil change look like peanuts. So uh, we're obviously going to hit you between the eyes with something big so that we can make a little money. And obviously, we need to double that $16 oil change. Actually, we need no more than double it because $40 is the average in my area. Now, that's out the door, by the way. They still got a $3 fee on top of their 16 Plus, it doesn't say anything about sales tax and shops wise and environmental charges. So, I, I suspect that's on there too, but I don't know. So, when you talk about that, now they talk about the 10 top uh, maintenance recommendations to get the most out of your vehicle. That's BS. There is no maintenance recommendations. It's in your owner's manual. The man, the guy that built your car, he says to you, "I want you to change your oil somewhere around here. I want you to change your filter somewhere around here. I want you to change your hoses and your belts and your fluids somewhere around here. This mileage or this month." So all of a sudden we have maintenance recommendations to get the most out of your vehicle. So the perception here is is that all of a sudden we're going to give you the opportunity to spend more money to get more out of your vehicle. Now here's here's the top ten recommendations: oil change. Every one of these is in your owner's manual. If you do it early. You're spending money, and you're not going to get anything. Your car's not going to love you anymore if you change the oil every 1,000 miles or if you change it every 10,000 miles or 12,000 miles. It's not going to love you anymore. Oil change, rotate and balance, fuel system clean. That's not even in your owner's manual, by the way. And alignment, brakes, air filter. That's part of an oil filter. Cooling system flush, at least once a year. Transmission flush, at least once a year. But see, if you come in at 60, oh, you may need one. Belts and hoses, timing belt. Belts and hoses, once a year, or once at 100,000 miles, or maybe a little less. Timing belt, somewhere between 75 and 100. you got a three to 5,000-mile service, a six-month service, a six-month service. One of them is at 6,000 miles, and one of them 7,500. Then you got a one-year or two-year service. Now, the one-year service in one location is 15,000 miles, and in another location, it's 30,000 miles. So I don't know if it's a misprint, and I don't know, and I don't really care. So now we turn the page and we talk about a service package. And again, listen to this. It's called a premium oil change. Now, the other one's a premium oil change for $16.95, but this premium oil change is $99. Okay, what? you can't call both of them a premium oil change. Does the premium include the attention span of this technician that's doing it? Does it, it certainly doesn't talk about the oil because one of them is a $99 oil change by the way, that's a synthetic oil, a synthetic oil. That makes a big difference because at my shop, the synthetic oil is between $90 and $120. Well, theirs is 99 It's in the range. So when you look at that, you go, wait a minute, we just went from a Fred Flintstone oil, which is certainly applicable on a whole lot of cars and tractors and stuff like that. Then we went to this top-notch synthetic oil that's the best of the best. Wow. So how do we get there? Nevertheless, 22-point inspection, tire rotation, premium oil change, and a front-end alignment. So they have a front-end alignment on this. So I'm kind of mistaken about that because they've got an alignment in their synthetic oil change, and I don't. So they're beating me by about $40 with respect to what really has to happen. This is this is this is business slow. <laughs> we're going to drag more people in. And I let me change that. This is in front of you. We're going to allow you the opportunity to bring your cars in, and we're going to have special pricing, and we're going to sell you a premium oil. And at this particular point, we're going to do everything in our world to try to figure out what's going to break down next. And then we're going to give you the opportunity to eliminate that breakdown and eliminate that problem. And if we flush your power steering fluid every year, then chances are you'll never replace the rack or the pump or any of the hoses, which is a big lie, by the way. So we can do it every day, and you're still going to have problems with the seals and the rack and pinion and all the stuff that goes along with it. You won't have any fluid-caused seat problems, but you're still going to have problems. So it's an opportunity for us to, again, sell you. Now, here's something that the – I understand the authorities are looking at this, and I agree with them. And let me tell you what that is. With respect to the three kinds of oils that we have, we have conventional. I will call it Fred Flintstone oil. Then we have a semi-synthetic. Now, most of us don't. We sell semi-synthetic, but we don't know if it's a 50-50. Is it 50% synthetic oil and 50% Fred Flintstone oil? That would sound reasonable. It would sound, okay, that's what it is. It's 50% synthetic and 50% conventional or Fred Flintstone oil. Uh, that's what way that would be. But in reality, it's not. They don't even tell you what it is. It could be 60-40, 50-50. It could be 80-20. I don't know. I pour Chevron oil because I'm pretty sure that they're not playing the 80-20 game. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. And I know that a synthetic oil is going to run ten to 15,000 miles. And we've been doing that on the cars that call for synthetic oil. And we're not having any oil-related problems. So they're not coming in with the oil looking like chocolate syrup. They're not coming in with all kinds of oil-related issues. Not happening. So we have these three different kinds of oils now. Here's the deal. They all have different prices, and they all have different oil change intervals. So the cheap guy, we have to change between three and 5,000 miles. The conventional, the Fred Flintstone. The semi-synthetic goes 5 to 7,500. So you'll notice that we're stepping up 3 to 5, and then 5 to 7,500. Guess what? The synthetic starts at 7,500 and goes to 15,000, depending on what your manual says. Some of them say go 7,500 to, to uh, 10,000. Some of them say twelve thousand. Some of them say $14,000, and fifteen. I don't know anybody that goes over fifteen. Here's the prices: conventional forty, synthetic forty to sixty, and some, uh, semi-synthetic forty to sixty, and synthetic ninety to one hundred and twenty. So you have all these moving parts. This is this is why you need a relationship with a shop, and this is why you need to know the owner. He knows your name, first name, and you know him, and so forth. But here's what um, I know to be true. What's happening now is, is people are selling the premium oil change. Remember that one I talked about, $90 to $120, where they're putting a door sticker on your car. They're either going to put it on the door or they're going to put it on the upper left of the windshield. Now, if you do a synthetic oil change, then the least amount of mileage between now and when you're due is 10000 That's really the least amount. So what happens if I do this? What happens if I put a synthetic oil in your car that's good for 10,000 miles? And I call you back in for an oil change every three. How's that? Obviously, it's not very good. That's fraud. We're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to play the game like it's supposed to be played, and we're not allowed to cheat. So I saw that with my own eyes not too long ago. I saw the receipt that had a synthetic oil change on it. I saw the price clearly said synthetic, but I saw the door sticker 3,000 miles above what the truck went in with in for 3,000 miles above what the truck went in for. So if I bring you in for a synthetic oil change at a hundred dollars and I bring you in every 3000 miles, you're really not benefiting from the oil that I put in because it will go to 10,000. So those are the issues and that's what's wadded up my underwear today, and you're welcome to comment, 602-508-0960, 960 And I'm going to go over some prices real quick before I take a break. Conventional oil is $40 uh, for an oil change, oil, lube, filter, shop supplies, environmental charges, sales tax, all that stuff. I, I, we talk about out-the-door prices. So $40 for the conventional, 40 to 60 for the semi-synthetic, and 90 to $120 for the synthetic. Remember that alignment that you had to pay for? I'll regurgitate that. Two-wheel alignment's 125 and a four-wheel alignment's 145. That's at least one of those free tires. You have to do the alignment. Plus, we can sell you a lot of stuff if we put it up on the rack. Then mountain balance is 80 to $150, and, of course, they're going to do that for free. Then they change their minds and say, no, they're not. You have to pay for mounting and balancing. So that's the worst of our industry. We'll talk about the good of our industry um, when we come back, 602-508-0960.
2: Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com, connecting you with new customers. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7.
0: This is boot camp. This is the real thing now.
3: You've never done anything so hard in your life. You don't understand how you can finish. It takes inner strength and desire to become a Marine. When I I finished, I was like, I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me and said, Good morning, Marine.
1: PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. A place where
2: powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot.
0: Well, welcome back, everybody. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you have a comment or a question about your car repair, or something like that, then you're more than welcome to give us a call. 602-508-0960. Auto Dynamics is in Sun City. I've only got really one totally mechanical shop that I can recommend in Sun City, and that's Automotive Dynamics. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. They're a good shop, and I've owned Chuck, I've known Chuck since the early, well, late 70s and early 80s. So I've had a lot of time with him, and I—he's in the second ge- generation mode. Derek is his son, and as most of us, the second generation is a little smarter, a little wiser, and a little better than we are. So we were all born in the '60s and '70s, and those kids are obviously quite different, and they have a better handle on technology, and that's what it's all about. So the second generation shouldn't shake sh- or concern you when it comes to auto repair and stuff like that. When it comes to uh, um, people that call the station and then follow up emails afterwards. It's it's a lot of fun. It's truly a lot of fun. And um, so I'm going to go through some of those. And uh, I made a comment about Prius not so long ago. I talked about that they don't go very fast. And when they're on the freeway and we're going up and down from pacing then oftentimes they're in the right lane and, and it's tough to maintain um, speed, I guess would be correct. And the the Prius is a hybrid. So it has an electric uh, motor with a big battery and it can go from electric to gas. So it has a gas motor and an electric motor. And obviously there's a computer that goes back and forth between the two. So if you're on your way someplace and you run out of electricity, then the gas motor will kick in and it will not only charge your battery, but it'll let you go down the road. So that's a Prius. So, um, he talks about, um, I've had a Trius for 15 years, and your comments, should I buy a hybrid, are mostly spot on. I've written to you before, mainly on my Toyota Prius. It serves its purpose for several million people besides us, and he puts in quotation city driving, and I agree. I'm not sure that that's a highway car, but I agree. But there's also millions of people that love him, and he's one of those people that loves them, and I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly okay that you love your car. It's a good idea. Then he says, furthermore, you have to put into perspective hybrid repairs, upkeep, compared, this is a zinger, compared to your desired monster trucks, <laughs> repairs, upkeep, and fuel costs that the readers would be better served. Otherwise, I have to put in perspective that the hybrid costs associated would be better, you would be better served than my monster truck diesel. And so um, my response to him in a very nice way, because I like these conversations, is I do have a one-ton diesel. I use it in the mud and snow. I pull a loaded four-horse trailer. It it has a bed for cargo, like four or five bales. Eh? <laughs> it holds 40, 53 gallons of fuel, and I get between 13.4 and fifteen-one miles to the gallon. I can haul a 10,000-pound trailer uphill at 65 miles an hour, and I can still get 13.6 So it's not like I'm just guzzling gas like there's no tomorrow, although I will admit that a lot of cars are, well, most cars should be in the 16 to 20 range, and I'm just tucked underneath that 16 range. So um, my response is, and I'm trying to be fair about this, and and I don't see a time when I'm going to buy a Prius, but there could be a time as I get older, and I find out that I'm not going to be going north and south as much as I do and stuff like that. So when you, you talk about a hybrid gas, the pros are is you're going to get better fuel economy. No question about that. I'm not arguing that point. It's cleaner energy. I'm not arguing that point. Higher resale value than my truck. Um, if we're going to carry our monster trucks, um, that's not true. Um, right now, I have a 2012 Dodge, and it doesn't have DEF, and I can probably sell it for what I paid for it in 2012. I purposely bought it before they have this additive that they put into your exhaust system called DEF. I still pass all the emissions and stuff, but I bought it for that reason. Um, The hybrid gas has better power and economic price tag. And I'll go with that. I think my truck was $60,000. You can buy two or three Priuses for that. Low maintenance costs. I'm not quite sure because I'm only servicing my truck every 12,000 miles, every 15,000 miles. And it's got 120 on it. And um, other than, oil changes, and tire rotations, and I think I did front brakes once. That's really all the maintenance that I had. But admittedly, I'm going 100 miles at a time, up and down. The cons on a uh, hybrid gas is high maintenance. Wait a minute. Didn't we have low maintenance cost over here in the hybrid gas? But anyway, we have high maintenance, no sport-tuned suspension, no harmful emissions, and and low mileage. So, yes, there's good and there's bad. Um, He's saying that I have high maintenance, and. I don't think so, and I don't think most of my customers do. Um, he says we don't have sport-tuned suspension, and I agree with that. <laughs> he says we have um, harmful emissions, and that he has uh, low mileage. So it it does. It does. There is a good argument, but um, I'm not done arguing. <laughs> um, it, it is true that the hybrids typically get 48 to 60 miles per gallon, and that's what they claim. And I'm going to go with that, and I'm not going to argue with them. Um, but, Only about twenty to thirty-five percent better than a fuel-efficient car like the Honda Civic, who gets thirty-six miles to the gallon. So twenty to thirty percent better than a Honda Civic with an all-gas motor that can do seventy-five miles an hour from between Phoenix and Payson, and it gets thirty-six miles to the gallon. Then, as far as the cost is concerned, the hybrids cost between nineteen and twenty-five, and the gas-saver cars like the Honda Civic um, are between fourteen and seventy. Let me give you those numbers again. The 19 to 25 is the hybrid, and the gas saver cars, and I'm going to use the Honda Civic, is 14 to 17. So the Honda Civic is cheaper than the hybrids. Um, It'll get between 20 and 30% of the fuel economy. And over a 10 year period, owning a hybrid will save you about $2,300. And the $23 is less than the cost difference for a comparable equipped gasoline only car. So, yeah, you're going to save $2,300, but in reality, if you spent the twenty three on the front side, it might change, and um, and most of the fuel efficiency comes from aerodynamics, weight reduction, um, a smaller, less powerful gas engine, so forth and so on. So uh, any car can get substantially better mileage by reducing the engine size, and it has everything to do with power and zippiness and all that stuff. I agree with all that. I agree with all that. It's true. I'm paying for power and zippiness. <laughs> Just like everybody else is. So when it gets to it, that's the way it is. Gil, I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to take calls if you'd like to join us. Actually, you took your
1: last night. break until the top of the hour, Mark. And we do have a call if you want to take it.
0: Oh, okay. And, you know, I, I thought I missed the 40. but oh, no, you, you, know, you missed the preso- 40. All right. I hit the 40. So we're going to take the caller. Who might that be?
1: That would be Matt.
0: Matt, Good morning. Um, yeah, Matt, but I can barely hear him, Gil. So could yeah. you turn him up a little bit?
3: You're talking to me, Matt.
0: Yes, Matt. Yeah, go ahead. If you if you'd go straight to the phone and not to a a Bluetooth device, I'm having a tough time hearing with you. Yes, but I'm calling on you.
3: Oh yes, thank you. Um, you know, I normally don't do have anybody else do oil changes. I do my own. Um, takes uh, costs me about twenty to twenty five bucks. Um, I've been I've been out of that market for quite a while. Uh, but uh, now in Arizona, I'm, I'm coming here temporarily. I brought my GMC terrain over here, and obviously I can't do it here. Um, whatever happened to the $25, 29 oil change, whether it's conventional or semi-synthetic, I, it's, it's 40 to to $100 now. I, I find that to be
0: exorbitant uh, for an oil change. Okay. Well, um, I've probably been in this business. Uh, a tad longer than most everybody within my voice. And um, I never saw synthetic at the prices that that you're quoting. So, I mean, that's just, that's, um, and we never had synthetic until probably about five years ago. Um, My synthetic was 40 to 60 or semi-synthetic was 40 to 60. And my conventional was 40. So we're talking about a $50 average on semi-synthetic and 40 on conventional, but I've never seen $20 anything. And I've been in business. Um, I opened the garage up in 1979. And even back then, our oil changes were 19 and 21. And of course, that was a conventional oil. And then they came out with Mobile One. And even then, Mobile One was 65 to 75. And so that's kind of the prices. But I agree with you that the prices have gone up. Um, but cars take more than five quarts sometimes. And of course, synthetic has driven it up immensely. But the difference is, is the oil change interval. So if you do. Five oil changes in fifteen thousand miles then on conventional oil, then you're at two hundred dollars. Five oil changes for fifteen thousand miles, you're at two hundred bucks. And 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 if you do fifteen thousand miles in the synthetic, it's ninety to one hundred and twenty. So there's a savings right there with respect to if we're going to compare five conventional oil changes for fifteen thousand miles and one synthetic oil change for fifteen thousand miles. Um, there's, there's still a difference and a savings with the synthetic. Does that all make sense?
3: Yeah, that, uh, that's obviously true. Um, I, I, just, I just find it shocking because I normally do my own and I just go to Walmart and get a semi synthetic and uh, I get a filter and it's like 20, 25 bucks when I do it. But obviously I can't do that here, but back home I could. Um, and the only time I have somebody do the oil changes, um, is if under a car warranty of a new car they offer free, so normally right. I don't take it in, and jiffy a little bit, 40 okay. 40 to sixty bucks uh, anyway. So
0: I... wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not a fair analysis. What about what about the shop that I spent a million and a half on? What about the hoists I've got that are costing me twelve thousand dollars a piece? What about the technician that I've got to pay? And you're you're talking about oil chain or oil and filter. That's what I'm selling them for for my customer. I'm selling them at Walmart price. So you you I mean, what about my electricity? Can I have you pay just one tenth of one percent of my electrical bill? That's going to run the compressor. That's going to run the hoist. And who's going to get rid of all that oil? I mean, I have to pay to have it hauled off. So it's not your analysis isn't fair. You 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 you're, you're, you're you're. I'm really happy to hear that you're spending somewhere between $20 and $30 for a filter and five quarts of oil. I'm happy because that really makes my point. If you're paying that kind of money and I'm charging you $40, then basically I'm charging $15 an hour to have a master technician change your oil, grease your cars, check all your fluids, check all your belts, air your tires, check your brakes. I mean, if I, I... Matt, I'm, I'm going to just respectfully disagree with you. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you're in Arizona, and um, if you want to you change your oil, you can go buy a couple of, of ramps. Drive your car up on the ramps, buy yourself a pan, buy yourself a filter wrench, go underneath it, then put your five quarts of oil in a five-gallon can and go to many of the auto parts stores, and they'll ch- take your old... Um, oil you could drain the filter upside down and take it in as well some of them will take it some of them won't so no feel free to do your old oil change it's just going to cost you a set of ramps and an oil you know pan and and um and you know you're if you if you lose control of that drain plug you're going to have five quarts of oil on the driveway of the house that you're at that may cost you a <laughs> little money to clean up but anyway yeah, thank you for the conversation but i'm going to respectfully degre- disagree that it's not a value to have um, my ASC master technicians look your car over. And, of course, the oil change in the filter is only half of the car. It's, like I said, um, tires, um, hoses, uh, belts, fluids, brakes, tire inflation, and look for problems that uh, you'll have to address before your next oil change. Those are the shops that are planned um, by the rules. Obviously, there's other shops beside that. Let me tell you about another good shop in the Phoenix Area Blackwell Automotive. is 40th and Greenway. I've known Tom for many, many years. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. And he's honest as, as all get out. Like all the shop owners I talk about, they're all the same. They're very, very honest. So, 40th Street and Greenway, he works on old hot rods, he works on motorhomes, and then he works on family cars as well. So, you can count on him too. And he's been in business a long time. He's been in business uh, for probably as long as I have in my new building. So, for, since 19, the early 90s, of course, we had a building before that and a building before that when we started in 79, but we're in our existing building, and so is he since 1994. So 602 508 the lines are wide open. If you have a car question, I'm happy to address it, and we can have a discussion, and that's the best part of this show, 602-508-0960. And we're going to come back with another hour of fun and frivolity, and hopefully we'll get our technical issues taken care of.